You're now listening to Mixed Perspectives. Mixed Perspectives. Mixed Perspectives. No topic is taboo. We're here to listen to you. Women versus men. Let the fun begin. We talk about everything from relationship advice, crazy sexual encounters, and more. No topic is off limits. We're your hosts, Clee and Ren. Mixed Perspectives. Welcome back to Mixed Perspectives. It's your girl, Ren. It's your boy, Clee. I hope you guys have missed us as much as you, as much as we've missed you. Clee, stop. Why do you always have to do this? Oh, I, yeah. Like, literally, I've been having, like, not like a brain fart, but, like, I don't know, my, my words or my brain aren't really me, and I think it's the chemicals in my blonde hair that's making me like this, and Clee just thinks it's just so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's no. not funny. Like, I'm just having a moment. I missed this. <laughs> I'm just having a moment of, like, <laughs> what's going on here? I don't know. I'm kind of hot. Got to take this sweater off. Get into the jam. But you guys know what it is. Before we go into our topic, we do our mason jars. Um, told this man to silence this. Okay, anyway, yeah, going back to that um, mason jar topic. I'm going to read this time because I'm just in the mode to do that. So, blah, blah, blah. I'm making Clee agree just because I feel like I have the authority to do that too. Just because that's just how I'm feeling. So let's just see if it's one to agree. If it's one of those questions that you have to agree on, I'm making clear agree. If it's a general question, we'll just buff answer. You guys know how that goes. Degrading sex. Yes or no? <laughs> I'm making him say oh yes. And this is funny God. because he's a male. So I'm making him agree on it. So Degrading go ahead. Sex? Degrading sex. Yes or wow. no? First of all, these topics, 99.5% of them came from he, him. So he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knew that was in there. So I don't know why uh, he's I acting like, shit. oh, my gosh. I can't believe that's degrading in there. You put that sex. in there. So degrading sex. I have to agree Yeah, you have to it. say yes. So. All right. So, so when you when you say degrading sex, what I do think you it's mean like by disrespectful that? sex? Like some people don't like that disrespectful call. But what do you mean name. like disrespect? Like, like I've, there's like levels. I've seen I've seen some porns where they'll get real degrading. Like I don't watch porno, sorry. But um, so like, do you mean like slapping? Because slapping, I think that's kind of normal. normal. So do you mean like? I don't know. Like I don't know why I pulled this question. From, <laughs> I don't know why you put this in I there. I pulled it from somewhere, but shit, okay. I don't know where I got it from. Well, I'm gonna say no because when I think of degrading, I don't know. So when I think of degrading, I, I think of like Straight spitting in your face, see, nah, see, nah, like nah, stuff like that. And it's just like I don't know if you're gonna degrade me in a in a at a moment where I feel like we're supposed to be like connecting or something like that i'm gonna forget that this is a role that you're playing and this is not really you and i'm gonna snap out of it and be like wait whoa, whoa, what's going on here so i don't think i could like really differentiate the like us being in that role versus okay this is not who i am i just want to be who, this person at the moment so it's a no for me it's actually a no for me i don't know no, it's, a yes for you. It it's a yes because that's spitting like no nah, that I, and people like that shit people like to spit in their mouth and all that shit but is levels uh, levels of degrading and shit. Then I j- I just stick to being vanilla if somebody find that it is cool. Okay, mm so there you have it. He agrees with degrading <laughs> sex. So let me make sure I tell I, his I wife that. Choice. Let me make sure I tell his wife. I was forced that. Um. Yeah, that was really random, but 
Anyways, moving forward to our main topic. But but This is one that she threw out there. I threw this out there, but it was more of a mutual thing. So yeah. don't say it wasn't a mutual thing. She threw it out there. I, I said did the that it was just time. No, no, no. You asked me, was I ready to get okay, to this wait, point? Okay. It was, we were already going to talk she, about it prior, but you asked me if I was ready, and I said yes. It took some time. So now she's, I'm ready. she's, she's, she's comfortable. Um, I know in a previous podcast, I did say I wasn't going to disclose a lot of things, but yeah. I will be open with my listeners just because I feel like, you know, y'all are family, even though, you know. Not really, but really. I am going through a divorce almost at the end point. Yay. I wish I had the applause sound button thing. Um, <laughs> what happened to our sound button thing? I think I deleted it off my uh, phone. Well, yeah. Applause. And I'm only oh, applauding I, I, I still got it. A lot came. Um, a lot has transpired for me to get to this point. But I'm just ready. You know how, you know, you're going through the motions of something. You're just ready for it to be done and over with. That's where I am. Like, I'm just ready for it to be done and over with. No discredit or no um, no negativity towards my ex-husband. If he does continue to listen to this podcast, I don't know if he still listens or not. But if you do, you know, you're still my homie. <laughs> you know, you're still my homie. You know, um, we still co-parent. So we can't like I, I would never No, I wish nothing bad. I wish him nothing but the best in the future. You know, I wish him to success and all that good jazz, whatever the case may be. I'm just saying us together. We weren't yeah. we weren't just meant to be. So, so if y'all was wondering where all these breaks has come from it's because we had to prepare mentally. Yeah, you know, like I said, when we said in a podcast before, one of our podcasts we talked about mental health and the importance of and the importance of just allowing yourself time to go through something and not rushing yourself through a process. That's what I had to, I had to step back and not rush myself. I had to step back and not rush myself through the process. I had to allow myself to give myself time to heal or like get through what I was going through. You should never you should never rush anything that you know you you're going through mentally like because it, it does take a mental toll. It does take a mental toll on you to get through something. So I wasn't just going to sit back and be like, "All right, well, I'm going through this, but I'm just going to fake it and fake like I'm happy and continue to do X, Y, and Z." No, I needed to allow myself time to get to this point because if I didn't I would have probably been on this podcast crying every five seconds like hold on three press pause because I need to cry <laughs> so oh, so shit. I needed to give myself that time to just be like cool like right now I can talk about it I'm open about it if you would have hit me with this like two and a half three months ago I would have probably been like no <laughs> I don't even want to like this is not my life but it is my life gotta deal with it gotta go with it so it's all it's all good yeah so even the last episode, she told me beginning before we started, like I'm and not I going said, to. I'm, I'm not. Don't say shit. She just <laughs> don't say anything. Blew it just off because I still kind of felt like not that nobody I, knew. No, yeah, nobody knew. Well, if you not if that you nobody knew, but my close people knew. Like if I'm very close to you, you knew. But I'm very. I'm the type of person who I'm very. I'm very like my private business stays private. Like I'm very private when it comes to my personal business. I've never been the type. Like you know, you see those people who like every five seconds, you know for a fact when they're going through something because it's always a Facebook status or yeah. like a Instagram post or something. And it's like I've never been that type of person who puts my personal business on social media. Granted, this is not necessarily like a social media platform, but I just felt like you know. And then again, I have listeners who are family, who are friends, who might not have known to the extent of what you know because i am um clea and i like joke about this that we're the black sheeps are of our family <laughs> i am very much the black sheep of, of my family so it's like i didn't really like 
I'm pretty sure I do still have family members who don't know I'm getting divorced and stuff like that. So it's just like I don't really talk to a lot of people in my family. So I didn't want them to find out like through a podcast like, oh, Lorraine is getting divorced. But whatever the case may be. So I was like, you know, let me not say anything. But now I just feel like, you know, at this point it's happening. There's no turning back from it. You're you're going to find you're bound to find out anyway. So just yeah, put it out you there. You see out in the streets with somebody other than Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your business. But no, vice versa, because you'll be surprised. How many calls and texts I still get like, oh, he's doing X, Y, Z, or I saw him. With, and I'm like, we're not together. So that, you know, give him a high five, wish him the best oh, and shit. keep moving. I don't care. But yeah, I had to throw that out there before we went deep dive into our topic. Just yeah, so that just you guys mind your business, knew. Cause we, um, in the social in the social media world, a lot of people notice. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't follow them. But what's that YouTube couple that just got caught up? Um, Dira De- and Ken. Yeah. So. If you see her out, I, think, I still think that's like a not a prank, but like I just feel like that's like a publicity stunt, publicity type shit. or something. But yeah, if you but. see me out in these streets, mind your business. Dying and bobbing. No. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't take don't take it too far. Oh okay, my god, I still I'm still like you know, I'm still my good self, you know, just with a little splash in there. It's like no, I'm just kidding. But so yeah, with, so with addressing the elephant in the room and getting that off the chest, we're gonna jump into the topic. And for the last couple of weeks, if you've seen the f- social media interactive questions, you can kind of figure out, kind of figure out where we hit it with this episode. Yes. So let's, we're going to start with the opening question. Um, I'm going to ask the question, Clee, you can answer and then you can ask it to me or I'll just answer. Why do you think marriage is important? Uh, marriage is important because, uh, shit, it's like a for most it's mostly important to women to start off i believe so it's more so it's a lifelong goal and for some men they like it grew on me because i thought i would never ever get this close to being married because at this point you're supposed to be what almost six months in mm-hmm. and with, with corona and the virus and shit happening had to push it back but we got another date for next year but I believe it's important because it brings two people together to make one. So basically, preach, brother. Because so basically, shit. That after you said after those ideas, I'm not gonna say nobody else matters, but your significant other really becomes that number one priority in your life. Like when shit go down, that's who you turn to. When shit, when shit good, that's the first person that's gonna be in your corner. No matter who it is, family, friends, or whatever. So I just believe that marriage is important because it brings two people together, and some, like some some bonds can't be broken. And I just hope for the best and pray for the best for my bond that's coming soon. I pray the same. Um, I think it's important just because I mean I feel like one when you date someone like with no intention i feel like it's a waste of time like if you don't date with the intent of marrying that person then what is the purpose like you know you see these couples who are together 10 years 15 years and they aren't married it's like what's the purpose i understand marriage is not everyone's goal everyone's dream and whatever the case may be but to me i feel like it gives your relationship more purpose i feel like once we're married like it solidifies us as a unit as we're, we're now one, you know, I do have my biblical beliefs as well. 
But even outside of that, I just feel like it creates a bond that you said, like you said, nobody can break this. Like this is me, you and I. Grant, da, 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 obviously my, <laughs> obviously that didn't work out so good for me. Oh, but shit. I'm just saying that's still, I still value marriage. Um, maybe I'll get married again one day. Uh, I, was about, I was about to ask you that. Maybe like, I won't. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell you what's in the cards for me. Only God knows. Um, if I do come across a, you know, a man again and we get to that point i'm not gonna shoot it down you know i would maybe like to get married again one day i just want to make sure that when i do get married uh, um again in the future that man knows that this is it like we're riding this thing out like i don't want to keep getting married and keep getting divorced and keep getting no we're sticking through this so we both need to know like we're on the same page like you know, if you ask me to be your wife, make sure you're ready for this because that's that's another issue that I had in my um in my previous marriage. He really wasn't ready, and that that's a whole other story. But I just want to it's going to be a lot for that man, and I'm I'm not saying sorry to that man, whoever uh, <laughs> whoever whoever finds me to be his wife later on in life. But I'm just saying that I will, you know, I would like to get married again, but I don't want to get married and not. And not work like I want to be my next marriage to be, but like that's it. That's all. We're married for 25, yeah, 30 years, like that. I, I told Jaysha like if th- with this one right here, like that's why at first she was more she was more open to doing a courthouse or a small marriage, I mean wedding. I was like, this is my only one because if this shit don't work out, it's never that's happening it. again. So that's why we kind of are planning or something. Yeah, semi- I don't feel that big. way. I feel I feel as though like. You know, and I had a nice size wedding. It was pretty big. But I feel like, you know, it didn't work out for a reason. I had to think about what I was going to say. But I feel like it didn't work for a reason. Things happened for a reason. Like I said, I did give my time, myself time to, like, think about things and stuff like that. Um, so I could only, like, just say that, you know, that didn't work out for a reason. Um, and so maybe, you know, in the next five six years seven whatever years however many years whatever like i said i'm not opposed to it i just want that person to know that we are in this for the long haul if you do um get married i can't stand when people say like that whole stigma where it's just like oh marriage is just a piece of paper like why would i get married i feel like that's an excuse because at the end of the day like money is a piece of paper but you still that money still holds value, value. Yeah. so why not value that piece of paper that bringing you together with that person in the union like i said i I never thought i would be this close to getting married and, and you know what's funny neither did i like when i was younger i used to like girls you know always have that i was not yeah i was never one of those girls who was like oh my god like my dream wedding da, da, da. i just never really thought and that's because i mean it also plays into how it's brought up like on my dad's side um, of the family, you know, there's a lot of people who are married. But on my mom's side of the family, I can name you, like, a good maybe three or four people that are actually married and actually stayed in their marriage and actually had a successful marriage. Right. So marriage wasn't something that I was, like, brought up really on or, like... I, I, I feel you because yeah. shit. I, like, outside immediate family, like, my aunt, she got married, and my cousin, and, like... Like two, two marriages that I kind of look up to, even though like they're they're younger than me, and they 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 didn't did this shit a few years ago. Like one of my best friends, Wesley, like he been married for six for twenty, 
16. Oh, Wes is married, the guy who does the podcast? Yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, we've been married for, for going on five years now. Oh, almost. wow. And then, Good for you, Wes. Good for you. I know you listen, so <laughs> good for you. And then you can, then you got to throw in Rashad and Sade. Like, they told my, like, they told my, told my best people because shit, you know, regardless, right or wrong, they going to tell me how it is. And they've been, they've been doing some shit too. And they, they've been sticking it out. Again, they younger than me. So if they can do it, you feel like you can do it. I, I can do it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so then, why do you think people wait for marriage? Why do people wait for marriage? I've, like, I, I felt as though, like, I waited for a lot of shit. Marriage, relationships, because I felt as though I was missing something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to miss out on anything because I'm tying myself down to this one person for the rest of my life. Right. And some people might feel as though it's too, they too young. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like I got, like, a lot of people told me I got married. When I was married, I got married when I was 24. So a lot of people were like, you're young. Like, you're getting married young. I didn't I didn't necessarily feel like I was young because at the end of the day, I got, I lived, not, not saying I lived my life in the sense of when I got married, I couldn't live anymore. But, like, I got, like, I. I was never, I've never been like, um, I don't want to say this word because it has a whole strong stigma. You know, I'm talking about the whole word. <clears throat> I'm sorry. But I never, like, I was the type of person who, like, literally I dated people. Like, I just, I didn't, like, have 20 million boyfriends. No, I dated, like, I had three boyfriends, no, maybe two, or three, yeah, three boyfriends prior to my husband. I was all, you know, so I wasn't really, like, around, but I just felt like that was enough. Like, I didn't need to, I needed, and maybe it's just different because I'm a female, that because men always say that, you know, before they get married, they want to live out this phase where they're just, like, you know. Whole phase. Yeah, the whole phase. I hate the word (laughs) whole. But that phase where they just want to be free and do whatever they want to do, and that's one thing that my ex-husband, um, had said that he didn't get to live that out so that's why that's one of the reasons why he felt like marriage wasn't really wasn't ready wasn't ready yeah but i just feel like i feel like waiting for that like i feel like you're not missing out on anything because once once you find the one it's like why do you want to why do you need to experience that if you haven't if you haven't experienced it already and then what's the point like many people have said like there's no like who've done that who've lived that part of their who've added that to a part of their lifestyle who've lived it have told me like that's not like there's no fun in that like because you can have sex with 20 million people but then it's like you're still empty you know what i'm saying you still don't have any fulfillment because you know, you're still going home solo to that empty bed. And it's like, oh, well, I just smashed 10 people. But dang, I still feel lonely. So it's like, it's there's no really like, there's no, I don't know. There's no whatever the word I'm looking for. It's not like whole, whatever. But I feel, I feel like people wait because they're scared. Like a lot of people have told me or tried to voice to me like, you know, um, like, I want to get married, but I don't know. Like, I don't want to be like tired. Like that people, people like people symbolize. Not not all people, but some people think that when you, once you're married, like I don't know, it's a stigma about marriage where people feel like their life has to stop, and it's like I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore. And it's like no, life doesn't stop. Life gets more enjoyable because now I get to do this with my best friend. So now, instead of being by myself, you can do this with me, or let me introduce you to and this, and you're doing it with me, and vice versa. I can also get my other couple. The newlyweds, my man's Kendrick and Fran. And oh, my booze. But, yeah, like, that's another one. Like, I've known him for years, and 
shit, if I if I thought I wasn't gonna get married, I ain't, I ain't think he was gonna get married, and he even said it to this day, like, and it just take that right person to make you change your ways of life and shit. It is what it is. So now this next one, like you say, you at a young age. Why do people rush marriage at a young age? I feel as though there's a lot that plays into that. I feel like it just depends on what your background was. Um, so I feel like if you were brought up in like a Christian background or religion, it doesn't have to just be Christianity. It could be any type of religion where it's like marriage. You're 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 grow you grow. I'm over here stuttering. You grew up on like found a foundation of okay, you have to be married. So it's like you want to make your parents happier, give them the fulfillment of that. And then also, you know, people get married because they get pregnant and it's like they feel like, okay, dang, I got pregnant, I'm 17. We're supposed to be married. So so I feel like at a young age, people... Hey, my first at 17, I want to get married. <laughs> Shit. Well, not everybody, obviously. <laughs> but I feel like people get mar- rush to get married at a young age because, one, they just... They, those are the, like, core... Foundi- that's the core foundation that they were raised on. Or they just feel like, okay... You know, you know how you felt when you were with your first love. You just feel like, oh, I don't want to let this go. Like, I don't want to let them go. Like, they, we're in it. Like, not even realizing that, you know, you're probably really not supposed to be in it. But it's like, no, we're getting married because this is it. This is like, yeah, that, that's, I feel like I, when you're young, you just think that, you know, that person that you're with at the moment is supposed to be the one. And you're just like, this so is, is that, that thing that, do you think that's what happened between you and, I'm going to say his name. Fuck that. Say his name. <laughs> Joe. Like, no, cause, cause, cause you, because you come from a religious background, so that he is, it played a part. On that him. definitely, definitely, definitely played a part. I will say this. Um, so with us, like I said, I mean, I was twenty four. He was twenty five when we got married. Um, I feel like it didn't really play a pushed part, but it did play a part in. Um, it did play a part in it being. It being as though, like, I would always be at his house when we were dating. I would always be at his house when we were dating and um, things like that. And then when he was ready to move out, like, he would literally still want me to be at his house. But then his parents, you know, with them being pastors, they weren't okay with, like, certain things and things like that. So he felt like, you know, well, in order to kind of, like, shut y'all up, I'm going to marry her. Granted, he really wanted to marry me. I'm, like, this sounds bad. It sounds like he, like, he really did. Like, I'm not describing nothing like that. Like, you know. When you're in love, you're in love. Yeah, but, like, it just made it easier with um his parents being pastors. And it's like, okay, this is the right thing to do. Like, you know, I'm with this girl. We've dated for two and a half years. Like, the next step in their eyes and his parents eyes the next step is to get married so he's like okay well this is what i grew up on so this is what i have to do ah yeah so so we did some research on the topic to find out the rates of basically divorce the divorce numbers so basically what is the rate what is the current rate for divorces today some 39% 39% of marriages in the United States end in divorce. 39%. Do you think that's high? It's 11% from half, so shit, that is high. <laughs> that is high, but and it's like, why Why do you think Why do you think it's so high? Shit. Shit. Finances. Yeah. You know, a lot, like, uh, the probably, not, I don't know if it's the number one. I don't know. I don't want to speak statistically because I never really looked it up. But I feel like a lot of marriages do end because of finances in some way, shape, or form. So that doesn't go to say, like, before you get married, make sure your finances are in order. Because, to be honest, you never, you can never, you can prepare, but you can't, like, you never know what the unknown is going to bring. So it's like, 
a lot of the times people are like, okay, I'm not ready to have a kid because I'm not financially stable or stuff like that. But it's like once you get financially stable, you tell you what you think your standards of financial stability is and then what your kid comes and you have to spend $5,000 on this or $3,000 on that. It's like, you know, so you really are never going to be fully ready to prepare for I know, but it is good to prepare. But however, I can see finances being a divorce issue. I luckily didn't have to worry about finances in my marriage. Um, him and I are both financially savvy enough to where it's like, you know, that was never an issue. But I have had friends who were married and got divorced because of that. So shit, the money just starting to get it right for me. So shit, <laughs> <laughs> we about to do this shit the right way. So yeah, no. Again, these numbers are from a research study from 2020. So these are the most recent numbers. So 39% of marriages basically end in divorce. So by the study of divorce rates from prior years, you'll find that divorce rates are actually down from 40 years ago when they were close to 50%. So it's getting better a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Even though this, 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 the previous generation, the current generation, you don't know how it's going to go. But numbers are down. Can't complain about that, cause shit. When if you get married, you don't want it in divorce. Who who goes like shit? I'm gonna get married so I can get divorced. That's not that's not how you think about it. Cause shit, I'll be damned if I if I go pay, let's say hypothetically, eight to ten to fifteen thousand dollars for a wedding. And we getting we getting divorced in a few years. Some marriages don't make it months. Yeah, that's very true. No, it's crazy, yo. So, um, I have a f- an associate. I don't really like to use the friend term too loosely because you know everybody's not your friend. So I have an associate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm seriously. Like, I really don't call everybody my friend. I'm just weird like that. But yeah. I have an associate who literally, I lied to you not. Maybe last year. No, yeah, last year July. No, no, no. It was um, 2019. Yeah, last year, July. Um, just got married last year, July. So I was like, po- she had hit me up and was just saying, like, how's everything and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, everything's good. Um, How's everything with the newlywed life? Because, you know, technically she's still a newlywed. She just got married last year, July. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, we're going through divorce. I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh. what? I was like, well, I mean, I didn't really want to get pride too much in her business. But I'm like, going through a divorce? You literally just got married in July. It is now, like, a year later, a year or some change later. Like, how... How could you not like what what was it that was the icing or the breaking point icing on the cake for you guys to end it so soon? Like for me, I thought we ended it soon. We would have made it if we would have if my ex husband and I would have stayed married. Five years coming up, coming up on five years, and I feel like that's a milestone. It is a milestone. Um, and but I feel like we still like I feel like we didn't stay married that long. I feel like five years was nothing, but they were married for one year and ended. And I'm just like. What happened? But yeah, that wasn't my business. So I was like, wow. But that just goes to show you, like, not necessarily say do your research because I don't know what research like, you, you could do on the person. That you're no, there's no research but that like, you can do. Make sure you're ready for it because what is the purpose of getting married? Like, it's like you're playing now. Like, what's the purpose of getting married and going through all? And they had a big wedding. What is the purpose of doing that? All of that just to turn around and get divorced the next year? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, because I'll be damned. Because shit. Because I'm, I'm like. I'm at the point now since we've been waiting so damn long. I'm like, shit, let's just go to the courthouse. But now, now it's in her head to have a big wedding. You put it in her head, so, so that's what it, it is. 